You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here, your host for Right Side Radio. And like the man said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Man, I'm enjoying this show. I'm having the best time. Yaffe, I've been on for two weeks. It, it, this is this is like, I mean, two weeks. It feels like a year, but it feels like two weeks. <laughs> what is it? Wait, wait. It feels like a year, but it feels like two weeks. You got you delve into that a little bit for me. Oh, are you going to parse my words now, brother? You can't. You can't come on my show and parse my words. <laughs> it's a little confused. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, two weeks can feel like a year, uh, but a year can fly by, and that's that's where we are. So just just go with me. Just 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 bear with it. But hey, folks, before we go any further, too, I got to tell you, you, you keep hearing the ads about Otter Creek Farm. I'm not going to quit talking about these people. I mean, they're friends of mine. I know this place. Uh, Charlene and I have gone out there quite a bit. We, we literally, they're a shooting school. They are a wing shooting destination if you like to shoot you know, quail and, and, and pheasant. Uh, they also have a culinary staff on their beautiful grounds uh, that will blow your mind. So one of the things they've got going right now at Otter Creek Farm is a Thursday night summer dinner series. Charlene and I went out a couple weeks ago and had a five-course dinner. I am not that sophisticated. A five-course dinner with a wine pairing for each course. It was amazing. And, and, and did I feel sophisticated at the end of it? Yes, I did. But the reality is they treat everybody that way. You need to check this out. OtterCreekFarmstead.com. Best kept secret in North Alabama. Maybe when you look at the website, you'll figure out pretty quick why Donald Trump Jr. stayed there recently. Otter Creek Farm. Check them out. Hey, listen, uh, there's been a ton of stuff in the news, uh, and I, you know, I don't even know where to start with all the paper that I've got right here, but, but, but we've got things happening in our state, surrounding our state, um, and, and in the nation that all of it's news. I mean, it's, it's enough to where I could, I could have, th- I could have a, a three-hour show. I could turn it into a five-hour show very easily, but you know, one of the things that's happening right now, and, and this is something that I'm really proud of, by the way, is that Alabama's election laws were already tight, and they got tighter. And this year, we, we just had Secretary John Merrill, Secretary of State John Merrill, came on the show the other day. And, you know, in his usual ability to quote numbers, he gave us the statistics, and they were impressive. We have done more in the state of Alabama to get people registered to vote, to clean up the old names off the voter rolls of people who were dead or gone or in jail or whatever the case may be, um, and then, and also at the same time to require voter ID, but then we made the photo voter ID available to them as a state, not just saying, Hey, you got to have one. We said, Hey, well, you got to have one. And Oh, by the way, if you don't, we're going to get you one to the extent that secretary of state Merrill's staff has gone to people's houses to help them get a photo ID. And, and, and so that's the state of Alabama, but not every state is that squared away. And if you're watching like the deep dive news, because you're not seeing this in the big news. So Yaffe, you've been, have you been tracking what's going on with this Arizona uh, state Senate uh, required audit on the uh, voter rolls out there uh, right now? A little bit. I don't know all the details, but yeah, I know of it. Man, it's, it's ridiculous. And what, what really kind of bothers me is that you're having to find your news almost piecemeal. And, and it's not like it's, you know, you're not going to some kind of fringe website where they uh, they tell you what they speculate. I mean, you have to go and search it out, but you can find the news stories with the video clips of the actual testimony. 
So like right now, hot off the press, this just came in yesterday, is that according to sworn testimony in front of the Arizona State Senate, 11,326 voters in Maricopa County alone were not on the voter rolls on November 7th, but they were on the voter rolls on December 4th and marked as voted. Well, there's a deadline. Some people are saying, well, why does that matter? I mean, maybe maybe they updated the rolls, that's all. Because you're supposed to, by their state law, have registered as a voter by a certain date before the election, and these people didn't. But suddenly their names appeared later and were also marked as having voted. Keep in mind, that's 11,326 voters. The margin of victory in the entire state was only 10,457. You hear what I'm saying? But it gets worse. So the auditor's update uh, was pretty harrowing if you get down to it. 74,000 absentee ballots have been discovered to have lacked the proper documentation. Thousands of those ballots were duplicated without proper documentation. And most shockingly, I would say, over 11,000 voters that I just mentioned were not even on the rolls but showed up in December as being on the rolls. This went on and on and on. This audit is finding these things where there were true violations of their state law. Now, listen, folks, we are a nation of laws. If, if we say we're going to do it a certain way and we codify that, that means it's supposed to happen that way because it creates not just the expectation of it, but it keeps society in a well-ordered manner moving in the same direction. And it prevents fraud and abuse and all those things. So, you know, if you look at it, you've got this testimony that continues on. And one of the things that's being suggested, by the way, is that the, 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 the Arizona Senate president, whose last name is Fan, F-A-N-N, Fan, said that she believes that canvassing, in other words, going door to door, to verify some of the things that have gone wrong in the data matches reality. Like she said, for instance, one of the indications they had was 25 ballots sent in the mail to a house where only two people live. Well, someone needs to knock on that door and say, hey, uh, how come you to have 25 ballots when the census shows that only two people live here? Well, you can do that by door to door. However, get this, and this is where it almost gets ironic. I mean, you know, what's good for the goose, but hey, apparently not if you're a liberal. The Department of Justice just sent them a letter four, four or five weeks ago saying, quote, they were concerned about actually knocking on doors that it might be considered voter intimidation or civil rights violation, which is very interesting when you consider the fact they're going to knock on our doors to find out whether we're getting vaccinated, but they don't want them knocking on doors to find out about whether they voted or were registered to vote or why so many ballots were mailed to that house. Well, that's happening as we speak in Arizona. Folks, it is state law that makes a difference. Remember I said earlier about the 10th Amendment? It's not just the 10th Amendment, by the way. The U.S. Constitution requires that the laws of the state promulgated by the legislature are what determines how you vote in that state. That's why you see all these fights going on about Georgia's voter ID and Major League Baseball saying, this is Jim Crow number two, and uh, President Biden saying the same thing. And so they move the all-star game out of Georgia. Never mind the fact that right next door, Alabama had been doing voter ID very successfully for a number of years, and nobody was disenfranchised. In fact, I don't recall anybody ever interviewing the so-called disenfranchised person on any news story. All I ever hear is the pundits. Well, this will disenfranchise voters. Bring one to the camera, please. Well, this will, this will cause 
uh, you know, this will cause a minority suppression in the vote. What an insult. Are you saying that minorities don't know how to get a photo ID? Well, this will, this will, cause, this will cause voter intimidation if you knock on their door, but yet you can knock on the door to ask them if they got their vaccination? So listen, mixed messages from government, go figure, but state law does matter. So what I'm saying there, y'all, as a former state legislator, one of the things that I really just became more and more convinced of is that what happens in D.C., yes, it matters. It impacts our lives every day, and we talk about it on the show, but that's why I'm going to talk about what happens in Montgomery a lot, too, because I believe after my time in the state Senate, I have come to the understanding that what happens in Montgomery affects our lives here day to day pretty much more than anything else. I mean, it's everything from can you text and drive to how do you vote? And, and, and so if, if you've got the ability to, to key in on what's happening in your state legislature or with your state governor's office, then, then do so because state laws impact you and they truly make a difference. Um, now, listen, one of the things that's also uh, uh, happening right now in the news and we're going to unpack it more uh, as we go along, is what I opened up my monologue with. On the right side way today, I spent a lot of time talking about big tech. And big tech literally just deciding, along with the Biden administration's now collusion, now admitted collusion, Jen Psaki herself says, oh, by the way, yes, we've been coordinating with Facebook. Oh, you have? Yes, we have. What have they been asking Facebook to do, you ask? Well, let me tell you. It's been interesting because when you see them actually admit to it, and then tell you what they're doing, either one, either one of a few things is happening. Either A, they are just so emboldened that they could care less what you think anymore, or B, they're just uh, ignorant and don't recognize that what they're doing is wrong, or maybe a combination of the both. So they literally said, Jim Psaki said, here's the four steps that the Biden administration is asking Facebook to do. Are you ready? measure and publicly share the impact of misinformation on their platform. Well, who decides what's misinformation? Number two, recommended and proposed they create a robust and enforcement strategy that bridges all of their properties and provides transparency, which basically means, you know, if you're an anti-vaccination vaccination person or if you just don't believe in it for faith-based reasons or whatever, uh, they're going to find a way to deplatform you. Number three, Take faster action against harmful posts, which means cutting off your posts, stopping your own ability to speak into the issue, and oh, by the way, go further and actually deplatform you as needed. Now, this is happening on a regular basis. I mentioned earlier the Alabama Policy Institute, where I do a lot of work, we had it happen to us. We actually published a story or an op-ed related to the state's response to the COVID-19 pandemic. It was already being printed in multiple media outlets. But when we went to promote the story on Twitter, Twitter would not allow us to do it. It was considered objectionable. All right, that, that's the kind of thing that's happening now. You've got other things that you may use and not even realize it. How many of your businesses use MailChimp? MailChimp is an aggregating service that takes your emails, bundles them, and sends them out in mass for you. So if you do mass emails, like in a political campaign or a large business, you, you may use MailChimp as a service. MailChimp has begun deciding who they will cut off because they no longer want their messaging going out through their service. But if your business has built its service to its customers based upon the use of uh, these MailChimp mass mails, you're going to suddenly find yourself unable to do so. Stripe, an organization that helps businesses with doing online fundraising. 
Stripe is a service that's very qualified to take credit card applications uh, literally uh, on your website. So if you're a political campaign and you use MailChimp and Stripe, you may find both turned off. Now you can't raise money or communicate to your constituents. And then go one step further, Google, Google can deplatform your, um, your website and Facebook and Twitter can cut you off. And next thing you know, you're the invisible candidate and you can't move forward. Yeah, if you go ahead and queue it up, brother. We have a caller on the line where to get back to when we come back after this break. But go ahead and queue up that break, man. Uh, I, I am just I'm just wired tight with information here. There's more I could talk about. Folks, it's Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. There is so much happening in your world right now. And it's not all bad. I said earlier, I'm a pragmatic optimist. I'll study the issues and I'll find the things that make me smile. And, you know, still serving veterans was on before. Major General Risher told us all about it. Those good news stories are out there. At the same time, you've also got to be highly aware that pragmatism has to be instilled in you in such a way that you you are watching the news and keying in on it. Mm. More to come on this. Stay tuned. we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about what Trump is doing regarding social media. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back. News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, News Talk Giant of North Alabama, and this is Right Side Radio. I'm your host, Phil Williams. We are glad you're with us, winding down the uh, the half-hour segment we're on. Hey, I think we got a caller on the line. Let's go ahead and go to Joel in New Hope, uh, if he is still on the line and held through the break. Joel, this is Phil Williams on Right Side. Uh, what you got, man? Uh, thanks for taking my call, Colonel. Uh, it seems to me that as I've been listening to the radio today, that the national hourly news spots have uh, invested a considerable amount of time talking about the number of COVID cases that are exploding, and they specifically point out Florida. And it seems to me that it is the groundwork and the seeds being planted for a future or present smear campaign against Ron DeSantos and his run for the bid for the presidency in 2024. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, Joel. In fact, it's funny you say that. My wife is going to be on the radio with us here in a little bit, who is politically savvy more so than I am, really. She she pointed that same thing out, and she does not uh, think for a second that this is a coincidence. You know, she she's of the mind, and I tend to agree, that uh, when you pump those numbers up in certain areas, it tries to make people look bad. And, uh, yeah, Joel, I think your call is well taken. Well, they, they also are, are saying about the breakthrough cases and and those breakthrough cases are, are people who have been vaccinated and are still getting sick, but they're not differentiating between what numbers are new cases, although they are stating that it's people that aren't vaccinated, but then they put the, the post cursor on that and they include the breakthrough cases. And I think there's a massive amount of deception. in that. No, I, I tend to agree. Hey, Joel, let me ask you a question. If they come knocking on your door, asking if you're vaccinated, what's your, what are you going to take the, are you going to take the question or are you going to send them packing? Oh, sir, I've got uh, no trespassing signs that state my constitutional rights on them. And I also have a sign that says if you can read this, then you're in range. And I'm an expert <laughs> marksman. I, I qualified expert with every weapon the Army put in my hands. All right, brother. Well, thank you for your service and thank you for your call, man. You have a great day. Sounds like a right side ruffian right there. That's Joel from New Hope. 
Hey, listen, folks, it's, it's, it's irritating when you see your government do this. It is. I mean, you've got, and we know for a fact, and it's hard, it's hard not to get this jaded view. And, and Joel's point is, is, is not something that I, I blow off. I, I take it, I take it serious too. Charlene and I have had this discussion most recently. The, the numbers are climbing and they want to believe. And I heard, by the way, I heard the president say, they're killing people by not getting vaccinated. They're just killing people. What an alarmist. Thank you for your leadership, Mr. Biden. I got a thing in the mail yesterday from the VA. And the VA was encouraging me to, and I quote, once again, serve my country by ensuring that I am vaccinated. Well, you know what? It's my business. Don't come knocking on my door and ask me whether I've had my vaccination. Because the truth of the matter is, it's none of their business. The laws were passed a while back called HIPAA that say that medical information is the individual's business and they have to authorize the release of that information for it to be considered open. And, and, and so the reality is knocking on the doors is not going to be a good solution. Hey, I want to hear from Steve from Huntsville. Go ahead and line one, Yaffe, and patch in Steve from Huntsville. Steve, hey, thanks for your call, man. Phil Williams on Right Side Radio. What you got? Hey, Phil. Good show as always. I'm enjoying your position there. Uh, keep it going. You're keeping it real. Uh, just want to throw a little bit out, out about the COVID uh, business, the COVID scare. Uh, yeah, go ahead. They're, t- they're talking about the numbers going up. But... I, I mean, if you're at zero or if you're at 10, I'm just pick some numbers. If you're at 10 and you go to 20, you've had a 100% increase. If the numbers are really shrunk or had been really reduced, as they go up, you can you can see a percentage-wise big increase. Can we see the yeah. big, the real numbers? Uh, you know, and, and also back to the thing about uh, going coming to your door, like you said, that's my business. You're, and you really don't have to, but I'll tell you what they're going to do. They've already said this is, they're going to make it uncomfortable. They're going to make it hard on you. They want. They say it should be uncomfortable if you're not Steve, vaccinated. Steve from Huntsville, man, uh, perfect call, and I appreciate it. We're up against a hard break right now, so brother, you you keep listening, and we'll keep uh, we'll keep quoting. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, seven seventy AM, ninety two point five FM, WVNN. We'll be right back.